Welcome back to The Dad Chronicle. My name is Alex. I'm your host. This is episode 39. As always, you can go back and listen to other stories of fatherhood by visiting thedadchronicle.com. Today, I am so freaking excited to have this this young man here on this show. <laughs> by young man, I mean he's older than me. But uh, this is Chris Bascape. Chris, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, sir. All right. So um, this is especially exciting for for... Uh, for me, because I've looked at you and I'm like, this this guy deserves to be a dad. <laughs> and here we are. It's very exciting news. You guys announced that uh, your wife Nicole, yeah, is pregnant. Um, and when did you announce the the pregnancy? So we went. Uh, we we told our um, closest uh, friends and family. Um, probably about eight weeks in. Um, just went public uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, got a, an amazing reactment from just anybody. Everybody was just so excited for us and it was, uh, it was overwhelming, but it was, it was also, um, just, just very, very satisfying that we can actually start talking about it. Yeah. And, and your story is a very interesting one and one that I am, uh, very much looking forward to my listeners kind of, kind of hearing and, and learning from, um, and, and before we really dive into that, why don't you share a little bit about yourself? Awesome, yeah. Um, so uh, I'm uh, I'm 35, about to turn 36. Uh, I work for uh, AWS, Amazon Web Services. Been there for about um, a little over two years. A little over two years. Um, I'm a data tech with them. Um, previously, before that, I was uh, I was in hospitality management. Um, but yeah, I was uh, born and raised in Northern Virginia. Um, yeah, uh, into into sports and and you know big just, Redskins fan. Yeah, uh, for some just, reason, just a little, <laughs> just for some reason. Yeah, no, pretty. It's a tough. It's a t- yeah. but yeah, yeah. No, you're you're you uh, are one of the most diehard Redskins fans I think I've ever met, I, and I yeah. know a lot of diehard Redskins fans. That's so. that's definitely safe to say. So okay, now now we've talked about you. Why don't you introduce us to uh, your wife Nicole? Sure, sure. Uh, tell tell us about Nicole. Um, so Nicole, um. I, who um is just uh, just an amazing woman um we've actually known each other for over 20 years um uh but we've only been together for seven and been married for coming up on four years um she's just uh an amazing amazing woman um i couldn't i couldn't (laughs) i couldn't have life without her um She's one of the hardest working people I know. She's really the the rock of our relationship, the heart and soul of our our family. Um, you know, she's just a, just a great person, very outgoing, uh, very friendly. Um, she's you know she's she's just a rock star. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree with all those statements. So, um, and your all's relationship up to this. I mean, we've known each other. Actually, it's kind of funny. But might as well tell this story yeah. so yeah the way that we met uh, we didn't meet directly in fact nicole uh me and deanna met nicole on the same day we met her on our wedding day <laughs> uh maybe like the day before or some sometime before that like as we were prepping for it because she was our day of coordinator for our wedding which was really cool and and uh and, and didn't think anything of it and and we were just like oh wow she's pretty awesome and uh so we stayed in touch ever since and uh got to know you a lot more yep uh, we consider you guys family at this point you guys are are 
big parts of our lives. Yeah. And likewise, um, when we heard the news that you guys <laughs> were pregnant, I, I very much remember because I think we were talking to you guys about coming over or something. We get a note or something. Oh, Nicole's not feeling well. And then some somebody's sending us like a video message, and it was uh, and it was you guys kind of sitting together. And uh, you're like, oh, and Arya's going to have a little friend. And Deanna flips. <laughs> she flips. And Arya is sitting right there and just starts, like freaking out because mom is is just screamed. Um, I remember I mean, that, that like was, that was yesterday. Oh, man. That was that was uh, very satisfying for us as, as your friends to hear that. And, and uh, Deanna and I have always said, you, if there's anybody that deserves to be parents, it's you guys. And uh, this kind of leads up to the next point. Um you guys have had some struggles with no, with yeah. getting pregnant. You, you've shared that um, intimately with us. Uh, there have been um, conversations about this journey over the past couple of years. Um, I know that this is a very common thing that happens with folks. And my goal is to um, let my listeners kind of hear your story and, and hopefully feel some some sense of of guidance. Or, or anything um, there. So why don't you kind of share the, the journey up to this point? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, it has uh, it has been quite some time, uh, you know, a long time coming. Um, it actually has been uh, three and a half years of, you know, trying to conceive a child. And, um, you know, one one key thing to know about it is is patience is a, is a virtue. Um, you know, we've we've dealt with highs and lows, um, during the three years or three and a half years. Um, you know, we've, we've done everything we've, uh, oh boy. I mean, we've, we prayed, we've had, you know, friends and family have prayed for us. We've, you know, we, we tried really hard and then, you know, then we just decided to kind of relax and like, just let's see if it just happens. Um, you know, and then, uh, just actually, um, the end of last year or close to the end of last year, you know, we, we started talking, um, and, you know, kind of came up with a, a next step. If you would, you know, if you say, um, you know, if it doesn't happen by the end of the year, then let's go ahead and, you know, start looking into, um, you know, other options, um, you know, fertility treatment things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, well, sure enough, end of year, end of the year came. Um, it didn't happen. So early on this year, um, 2018, we we just decided to go ahead and um, you know move forward with uh, fertility treatment, or at least look into a doctor, a clinic, um, um, Shady Grove to be exact. And um, you know we started looking into the process. I traveled early on in in the year for work. Um, and um, my wife was able to, to join me on that trip, and that's when we just you know decided to really really get involved. We we met a doctor right before I left for my trip, and uh, when we got back, that's when uh, we we started going into it. And um, before we actually did IVF, there is another process that we uh, decided to uh, go with, and um, I believe it was uh, I IBV uh, IUI. Okay. Um, and, um, the chances of that is, uh, very slim. Um, but you know, we can try it up to, I think four or five times, um, before we have to, uh, you know, go into the next treatment, which is IVF. Mm -hmm. Um, 
well, we were very blessed, uh, uh, you know, in that aspect that um, it was the first try and we uh, we were able to conceive the child. Beautiful, man. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, tell me about what that was like on your relationship. For, um, for three and a half years, you're trying. What, yeah. what is that like for you guys? Well, um, you know, we, we've heard a lot of horror stories of relationships, you know, falling apart, stress, um, you know, just all of that stuff affecting, um, you know, parents to be trying to conceive and, and not, it not happening. Um, well with us, I truly feel that it actually made our relationship grow, um, grow substantially. Like we, you know, we became closer. We, we just grew as, as a couple, um, not only with, with each other, but with our families, our friends, um, you know, it just it really really shed a new light on our life um to you know to just the value like you know we we've been trying to have something for such a long time it it wouldn't happen so it's just it made us just look at the bigger picture of like things that we have now and and we can't take that for granted so um yeah you know in the past three and a half years it actually had you know made us grow to uh to a really, uh, really healthy, rock solid, you know, marriage and relationship uh, with each other. And, and how did you find out that you were going to be a father? What was that like? <laughs> uh, it, surreal. <laughs> yeah, I almost didn't. Uh, it, it took uh, it took a little while to process. Um, it, uh, I mean, I it, complete waterworks. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Yeah. Um, no, it was. Uh, it how was, was it approached to you? Like, did did she surprise you, or did you were you both <laughs> in the room? Like, like, how did it happen? So, um, yeah, funny story. So we were. Um, it, it was it was a Friday, and we were invited to a wedding uh, later that night. So I actually took a half day uh, from work, and I came home and uh, called her from the driveway, and I was like, "Hey, I'm you know I'm gonna wash the car real quick." Um, and, you know, and then I'm going to hop in the shower so we can get ready and get going. And she was kind of frantic on the phone, kind of talking really fast. She's like, oh, I got to go get a spray tan and blah, 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 blah. And then I got to come home and get ready. I was like, okay. But, well, before you leave, come down, um, give me a kiss, you know, say, say hi, and then you can leave. <laughs> so she comes running downstairs, uh, running really fast in such a hurry. Uh, she gives me a kiss and then she leaves. I was like, that was kind of weird. She normally, you know, talks to me and, you know, um, what turns out she had just found out that, uh, she's pregnant about five, 10 minutes before, before I got home. Um, (laughs) so she was trying to think of a way to tell me and she didn't want to tell me right then and there, Oh, Hey, guess what? I'm pregnant. you know, three and a half years, you got to have a little buildup, got to have some suspense. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, what she ended up doing is, well, she did actually get a spray tan, but um, she she went to Starbucks because um, we are uh, huge Starbucks um, drinkers, <laughs> and um, she got a got a couple of coffees. Uh, she came home, and I actually just finished washing the car. The same time she came home, <laughs> she walked in the front door. I walked in through the back door, and she was trying to like basically run upstairs and I'm like right behind her. I'm like, why is she walking so fast? Okay, whatever. I'll play this game. <laughs> uh, she ran all the way upstairs. Um, and I just stopped in the kitchen. She yelled from the, uh, upstairs and was like, 
oh hey babe i uh i got a starbucks but i left them in the car can you go run down and get them and i was like oh sure went all the way downstairs went out to her car there's no starbucks in the car so i was like okay well i came back upstairs and saw the starbucks on the kitchen counter which turns out like she was trying to get into the house before me so she could set up a video to record the reaction from what she was about to tell me. Well, get all the way upstairs, see the Starbucks, and she's like, oh, oops, my bad. I had him on my hand the whole time. I was like, okay, (laughs) what's going on here? Anyways, I sit down on the uh, bar stool, and uh, she gives me my drink, and we're just talking we're like okay we get you know we got to get ready and she was like oh that's that's funny though that you know the way they um spelled your name or the way they they spelled your name on the starbucks cup and i was like what are you talking about i look at it and it said daddy well i it didn't register to me i was like oh calling me daddy now huh <laughs> okay <laughs> um she rolled her eyes at me <laughs> And uh, she was like, oh, look, they spelled my name funny, too. And it said, mommy. (laughs) It took me, honestly, a good two, three seconds to really catch it. And then I weeped like a baby. Did you? Then I knew what was going on. Solid. Solid solid reveal. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, now, uh, here we are. You know you're a dad now. Now, this is, you've had some time to process this news. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to? Um, just being able to teach our child everything that, um, my father was, you know, bestowed on me. Um, you know, my, my father is a a true hero, uh, in my eyes and, um, you know, things that he taught me, um, I just want to be able to teach, you know, my child, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just, just from anywhere from just, being respectful, being, you know, just a, a loving person. One thing my dad always um, bragged about um, with me was I was very, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, I was I was very respectful towards just people in general, family, friends. Um, and, you know, just the way, you know, Nicole is and the way I am, um, that's just something I'm looking forward to is, is, just being social and, and having our child, you know, just be very respectful and, um, yeah, just, you know, picking up on all those wonderful things <laughs> that you guys bring to the table of life. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. Um, what is this? I mean, like, so, so you've had this time to process here we are. Okay. Two months later, you're looking forward to all this. Mm-hmm. Have you started to kind of think ahead to what, uh, that day is going to be like and sort of what that experience is going to be like? You know, for the three and a half years, um, you know, trying to have a child, I did. Yeah. I, I thought about it every single day. The day that we found out that we were pregnant, I haven't thought about it once. I, I've i just been so full of emotion yeah. and, um, you, you know, just I'm, I'm eager. I'm a little anxious. You know, I'm just, I, I don't know what to expect. I'm just... Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting tips from you, from uh, other of my friends that are dads that, you know, what to expect. I've heard so many different things. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll, I'll re- keep reading the, the books that, you know, I've been reading, but I'm planning on going in there kind of improv, I guess. That's That works great, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, like, believe it or not, your gut is a great, like, yeah. that, that gives you a good sense of what 
you should do. Yeah. From, from my experience, I don't know. We haven't broken our kid yet, or at least I haven't. <laughs> that that I know of. That I know of. Okay. Right. Um, all right. So tell me about your dad. I I, I take mm-hmm. it that I mean, well, first of all, I mean, you said it, right? Like, I mean, your dad has had a profound impact on your life. Um, yeah. And uh, I've I've had the pleasure of meeting your father. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Um, I had a fantastic time over at you know his house. Um, yeah. I think we were watching the the. What was it? The it was the Mayfield. Um, yeah, or, that's right. Uh, no, wait. Who was it? Uh, Connor McGregor. Connor McGregor. That's the last. And name. Um, Mayweather. Yeah. Mayweather. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were watching that fight, and uh, he was very hospitable, very nice, mm-hmm. uh, and I immediately was like, you know, he lives in Clifton. I gotta like have him meet my uncle, right? Because like, like they're like the same human being. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think that's very typical, especially of like the Hispanic families. Like, <laughs> it's like here's all this food, eat it all. Right. All the time. Right. Yeah. Um, I look at your father like that, and, and I can see that he's a fantastic role model. So, so what specifically did he do, kind of as you were growing up, to see him in that light? Well, yeah. Um, so my dad is a uh, um, he's he's one of eight. Um, he's the youngest boy of eight he's the second youngest out of them um so kind of the, the you know the weight stacked up on his shoulders growing up and um you know to make a long story short about how he grew up um you know when he turned 15 uh he saw his parents just working 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 he wanted to you know have he wanted to for them to have a better life so what he decided to do is come to america uh from bolivia um and uh, enroll himself into uh, high school, graduate, join the U.S. Army, um, which he did, and got stationed in Germany, where he met my mom. Um, when he returned back to the U.S., um, that's when they had me, and um, he became a, a citizen and moved his parents to the U.S. Um, so that that in itself um, speaks very highly of 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 what type of man he was. He wanted to give his parents a better life. Um, and and, you know, and then when he met my mom and move her from Germany, um, to the U S start a new life and, and have a, have a family. And, um, you know, and his, his other, his, his other brothers and sisters, uh, you know, saw the impact that, you know, he was having on, um, you know, starting a family and, and bringing his family over, you know, they followed suit. And he again, he's the youngest youngest boy of the of the eight children. So um, you know that really stuck with me. And then just you know, g- growing up, um, you know him supporting our family. Um, so my mom could stay home with uh, me, and then later on my sister. Um, it was just it, it was it was great because I got to be home, you know, with my mom, you know, while my dad is is out supporting. But he would never overwork himself to the point where he couldn't spend time with me. Every time he came home from work, it was always like, "Okay, we're gonna go outside and play, or we're gonna do. I'm gonna take you to the park, or you know, he we got a pool uh, when I was, I think, six years old. So we were constantly doing something, and my dad was always there. There was never a time where I, you know, I didn't have my dad by me. So, um, you know, and then growing up and seeing, you know, some of my friends, they barely knew their dad or, you know, their dad's just always busy or traveling or doing, you know, things here and there. I was like, wow, that, I just can't imagine that because my dad's always here. 
um, even though I knew how hard he worked. Um, but he just he would just never show it. So that really stuck with me, um, you know. And um, it was just uh, it was great to to have that, you know, until my adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know that's where my you know my dad became not even just my dad but my friend. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. We, you know. We started hanging out. We had a lot of same interests. And um, no, it was just, it's just really great. You know, he, he was he was there from day one. He's still here. Um, and that's, you know, that's the impact that he's had on me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I was saying earlier is what I want to resonate on my child. Yeah, that the whole um, piece about him being sort of the youngest boy. Um, and it's like he's set an example for all right. of his younger si- or his older siblings. I mm-hmm. think. When you think of these, uh, at least in my experience, some of the Hispanic uh, families and, and Latino families, they're yeah. usually like the the oldest male kind of leads the way. Like if I think exactly. about where my abuelo came from, you know, he came from Cuba and brought everybody, you know, with him. Yeah. And, and he's the one that really worked hard and, you know, everybody kind of pitched in, but he was very much the patriarch. Um, I, I, when I went over to your, your dad's house... Mm-hmm that's what it felt like it was yeah. like it's funny to see him in the patriarch role and hearing that he is the youngest male i would have thought that he was the <laughs> oldest male just given my experience right. with that whole right. culture exactly um, so that that's really interesting mm-hmm. um so uh, you know based on what you have told me so far what, mm-hmm. what what is it that fatherhood then means so so if you were to think about the example that your that your father has set the example that you look to set for your kid what 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 does fatherhood mean to you then uh um wow fatherhood just means you know just just being able to pass on everything that you've learned throughout your life onto your child um you know not even just you know, from what I've experienced, but what from my, my, from what my wife has gone through, um, it just to be able to instill like everything that we've learned, you know, everywhere we've been to our child and have them, you know, just experience the same things that, you know, my wife and I have is just, uh, it would just be a dream come true just to have, have them basically follow in our footsteps or, you know, just, to take our um, experiences in life mm-hmm. and, um, you know, have them create their own, to, to create their own life. Um, well, you know, there there's one question I, I want to ask. I mean, if if your child is not a Redskins fan, <laughs> are you are you going to be okay? You know, it, it'll take it'll take some time, um, but I'll, I'll have to deal with that. Are you sure? Like, that's not the answer I expected from you. I mean, because this, this is hypothetical. I mean, they're going to be a Redskins fan. Okay, yeah, but, but like, what if they are? <laughs> what, if they are? what if they're not? All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> does it, does, is that a fear for you? Like, like, what if they're just not into football or they're, they're not into, like, have you thought about that at all? <sighs> I, I have, and, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it won't happen. <laughs> I, I i constantly think well i, I don't think it's going to be a problem for us but i would always be like man what if aria just isn't into music or so i i don't think that that's going to be a problem with her just knowing how like she loves to dance and like yeah she loves she loves hearing song 
Um, <laughs> but the next step is like that geeky sort of stuff. Like I want I want her to know Star Wars. I want her to know like all that sort of stuff. What what sort of stuff are you looking forward to sharing with your kid that you're like really passionate about? Other than the Redskins. Oh my, uh, my passion for Marvel. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. I, I want our child to. Oh, man, I want them to watch every single Marvel movie that I've watched. Yeah. Um, and and continue that uh, from on from yeah. you know from from the day that they can actually start watching and understanding movies. So if you had to put yourself <laughs> in the Marvel, because because I know that you're you're a big Marvel nut, right? So yeah. Uh, if you had to choose a superpower that that you have, um, it doesn't even have to be something that already exists in the Marvel universe mm-hmm. like what would your superpower be mimicry what okay uh, very quick so yeah. uh, why don't you <laughs> so, so okay so you're you're a superhero you have this power of mimicry like first of all what the hell is that and then like like mystique oh okay yeah. so uh blue skin and all well i don't know i mean blue skin whatever but i don't think that you could rock the blue skin like i don't think i could rock the blue skin either so i mean it can be red burgundy it can be burgundy and gold there you go wow all right bring it back yeah but Um, but like why would you choose that (laughs) uh i just i just i don't know i just would find it super fascinating i could uh disguise myself as you know somebody really like important and sit into top secret meetings with area 51 or something like that or or I could I I could single-handedly stop so much crime, like I could disguise myself as like a a massive drug lord and just go in there and be like, yeah, we're just gonna stop. <laughs> that that's you how, know? yeah that that that'll end. Just it things all. like that. Yes, sure. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just the the just possibilities are endless. Hey, you know what, guys? I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done. I think I, we're you done. Know, we've had a good ride. Yeah. But let, let's pack it in. I think we made enough, right? Like, yeah. I think we're and good. they can't talk back to me. I, I would be the leader. Yeah. So. so you could like hypothetically kill them. Right. Um, your wife, Nicole, what sort of knowing her, like what would her power be in the Marvel universe? Hmm. I think she would like, uh, man, I don't know. That's, that's a hard one. Yeah. I know that she would probably love to fly, but that's that's pretty that's pretty generic. Yeah, it's pretty generic. Yeah. Um, maybe read people's minds. There you go. Similar, okay. similar to like Professor X or something yeah. like that. Love it. Um, I could see I could see her do that. See, I'd like I'd like like the Wolverine powers, right? Just constantly like regenerate, so I don't have to worry about like hurting myself, and then I can't get better to you know i think that's a that's useful i i see the utility there <laughs> i see the utility there right right deanna would just be like whoever that that sonic screamer is like like where she just like says something and it just screams and then it just uh, breaks <laughs> windows and I'm, ju- I'm just kidding deanna <laughs> no she would be like like miss marvel oh if you, okay if you're familiar oh with, yeah like, her of course just, yeah like the strongest freaking superhero yeah. in the entire yeah. universe and and you wouldn't know it but she is so um your your child what sort of superhero like are you do you want your child what sort of power would you want your child to have oh man um i that's a, that's a that's a tough one um this child is going to listen to this in about you know 10 years and be like, 
Come on, Dad. <laughs> right. Oh wow. Um, I I would. You know what? I I would want our child to have the ability to heal things. I guess like just just be able to like just. Yeah, he heal the world. I guess you could say that's nice. I like that. That's yeah. inspirational. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I want Arya to knock down walls. <laughs> so, there we go. They can make a good tag team. Yeah, you know, so, they like, bounce Arya each other will break out. Things. Yeah, and then your your child, yeah, who's still going with boy, um, <laughs> is going to heal things. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Arya already breaks stuff. So it's right. Like, all right. Right. Um, Last question I always like to ask folks is, you know, um, some words of wisdom. And I and usually, uh, just to kind of put this in context, is that uh, fathers will provide uh, some kind of words of wisdom based on whatever struggles, experiences that they have as a father. I think your perspective is very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, given the challenges over the past, you know, three plus years, Yeah, what would you say to somebody in those similar shoes? Uh, as cliche as it sounds is, um, I, I would, I would definitely say that communication with your partner, um, is, is key is, you know, don't hold any feelings back, you know, talk about, talk about the journey with your partner, talk, you know, talk about your struggles or, you know, talk about what you, what you're feeling just like on a day-to-day basis, just being able to communicate on another level with your, um, with your partner, um, and then patience, patience is, is key, especially in our situation, uh, you know, three and a half years, that's, that's a long time. And, you know, what I've learned from one of my cousins who went through something very similar, um, him and his wife, um, you know, they waited four years and, um, you know, uh, talking to him a lot, he, he, you know, he said a lot of the same things that I'm saying right now is, is communication is, um, you know, spending, spending quality time with your, your partner, um, you know, taking, kind of taking that, that weight off, off the shoulders, you know, go out, do stuff. Um, and then, yeah, just communicating and, uh, just being patient, you know, trust that there's a, there's a higher power up there that that's going to take care of everything. Um, you know, when, and, um, you know, when it'll happen is, is, in somebody else's hands. So yeah, I, I think I'm a, I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason. And, and, uh, certainly the journey, the road isn't easy, but mm-hmm. it's certainly worth going through, uh, because at that point you end up on the other side as a bigger, better person right. for it. And I think your relationship does too. So, um, you know, we're drinking a beer. Let's give a quick cheers. Hold up. Absolutely. Wait, there we yeah. go. Uh, cheers. Uh, hold on. Wait, uh, uh. There we go. All, All right. right. We had to reach a little bit. Um, I have to drink to that. It's bad luck if you don't drink. Um, but thank you for sharing your story, Chris. If it's okay with you, I'd like to kind of stay in touch. And I mean, well, duh. <laughs> but but regarding the the whole story yeah. here, and I, and I want to kind of get some updates and to share it with our our uh, our listeners. Of and um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll keep tabs along the way. And uh, for you folks at home, if you'd like to contribute to the conversation at all. Please email the Dad Chronicle Podcast at gmail.com. Again, you can visit the dadchronicle.com to listen to other stories like this. Today's guest is Chris Bascope. Let me give him a round of applause. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Very good. All right, Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Alex. All right, we'll see everybody next time. All right.
If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.